Mark. It's nice to see you today in online interview. How are you? I'm fine, Regina. Thank you very much. I hope you're well too. Yes, I'm very well. So I want to introduce you that today here we have Mark Carter. He is Consultant Director for Business Development and Yokogawa Rap Limited. So in 2019, Rap International was acquired by Yokogawa Company. And now it's like already around, around a year yeah, since the company became Yokogawa Rap. Could you please tell me, Mark, how this idea of acquisition with Yokogawa was occurred from the very beginning, I mean? We obviously faced uh, competition as other entrants came into the, uh, to the market as well. And um, I think that a lot of those entrants were uh, bigger organizations than, than ourselves and able to develop things more quickly. And as you know, if, you, if, you, if, if you're not first, you're last sometimes nowadays, you know, so we, we really needed to be able to uh, uh, to be able to de develop more quickly. So we were looking around for, for partners. Uh, and as I say, we began uh, uh, the acquisition process. Can you name me three main points, uh, positive changes that you can see after acquisition? The best bit really, I think, uh, is the ability for, for us to, to, to continue with the ideas that we, uh, that we have. We have far more resource available to us now. And in, in those those 25 years that uh, that, that we've been running, uh, we've, we've developed loads and loads of, of ideas, some of which we, we've put into practice, but but others we've just had to put on the shelf and weren't able to, to do it. I think everybody is really looking forward to, to seeing those ideas come to, to fruition. What are the new projects you have already launched after the acquisition? Is there any? Various elements of software uh, have been acting in, in, in isolation. You know, so your control system is your control system. Your control work system is something else totally. Um, so we're beginning to see how we can uh, integrate uh, these systems to get a complete package. Because we also have uh, other organizations within the Yokogawa um, um, uh, Corporation as well, uh, who act as, as consultants to various areas. Um, then we're able to incorporate some of that consulting knowledge into uh, the product uh, as well. Uh, and again, you know, some of those ideas that were on the shelf are actually uh, working now as well. So it, it's it, it's going to be really good when it comes. Yeah. While I was studying the details about your company, I found a wrap inside number one. It was. Uh, it looks like always have an eye for risk and I was interested well from the very beginning as an original developer of the RAP uh, system for safe control yeah and the risk assessment why you decided to start with the risk assessment I think we can all of us in the UK point to, to one really significant event, event back in 1988 uh, the Piper Alpha uh, disaster really uh, 167 people were were killed. Um, there are many uh, outcomes of, of of that really, but it did change the uh, the uh, look of um, health and safety within the UK and I guess eventually the world. I always saw that uh, you you really needed to put risk assessment right at the very heart of what you were doing. A lot of people uh, then and, and and even now uh, see risk assessment as a sort of um, uh, adjunct to to what they're doing they do you know they say right i need all this to do my job i need i need this bit i need this bit oh i'll need a risk assessment as well and they keep it in that little compartment uh and it doesn't really uh, uh affect the job they're they're doing 
what we did was to get that risk assessment and make it the heart and soul of the process and allow that risk assessment to inform uh, uh, the, the user uh, as to exactly what they needed to do uh, to keep themselves safe. When you uh, start managing the company, it was 1994. And by the way, that time I was only four years old. <laughs> so it's quite a long period of time. And now the oil and gas industry changed, the safety segment changed uh, as well. Could you please tell me uh, these changes, is it a, a significant difference between that time and today's? Uh, when I was a, a younger uh, engineer, uh, every, every site, every, every factory had, um, had a medical centre uh, and that medical centre was, was often uh, staffed by uh, full-time nurses, perhaps even full-time doctors as well, depending on the size of the site. And I guess really that was a, 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 an admission that, 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 that accidents were going to happen, they, they, they were expected. Uh, um, and I think that the world has really changed uh, 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 since then, uh, that expectation of accidents happening has, you know, has been uh, very well supplanted in terms of making sure that they don't uh, happen. Uh, I think the, the, the reason for that really, obviously, is the, uh, is the experiences that we've been through, uh, the legislation that, that, that has come through uh, into the world whereby now uh, managers of, uh, and directors of, of, of large companies are personally responsible uh, for the safety and well-being of their of their employees, that legislation has been been beginning to uh, to bite. You you say it yourself. The regulations become to bite, yeah. So they can bite you now. And uh, speaking about your company, you need to adapt to these conditions. You need to adapt your product to these conditions. Was it difficult to keep up with the market demand? The fact that people are doing more and more uh, safety related. Uh, activities within their work means that you have to uh, develop the, the the software to become much more much easier, much more intuitive to use. Um, in the early days, and, and, and perhaps in for some uh, organisations now, uh, the 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 risk assessment, the 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 safety elements they have to do are seen as a little bit of a barrier to actually doing the job. Um, now we have a, a, a saying which is, which is uh, compliance as a matter of routine. Uh, what you really want to do is to, is to allow your product and make sure that your product um, fits into the overall job that somebody's doing. So it's a natural part of that job and doesn't represent uh, the barriers. Speaking about the wrap in general, what was the most important project for your company during its history, 25 years? I think I, I mean the first thing really I guess was the the development of of the knowledge base that that, that, that supports uh, uh, rap really um, I, I think if I just go back to a, a little bit of history uh, perhaps uh, back in 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 1994 the whole of the the industry was was going through what um, what was termed uh, downsizing every Friday afternoon you'd see people walking up the up the road never to come back into the organization again and taking all that knowledge and that experience with them. Uh, we saw this as a, as a really big problem so we uh, put in place um, a project to try and capture all of that knowledge and safety knowledge that these people had um, in, in all aspects of the maintenance work that they were doing and not just really to um, 
to capture that knowledge, to make it easily available to the, the people who came along later to be able to, to use it. Of course, then, uh, you have to devise a system then by, by which that, that knowledge uh, base can be, can be put to use, and I guess that, that effectively was uh, the, RAP, uh, uh, the RAP system. Um, and then again, I guess the, 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 the next biggest one was, was taking that knowledge base and converting it into different languages. That, that, I think that's one that gave us a lot of, uh, a lot of satisfaction there. So you have all this knowledge that we've, that we've accumulated. There's, there's thousands of manuals uh, of experience in there. And to be able then to, to convert that into different languages so that people across, uh, if you're a multinational site, you can, you can all share in that, uh, in, in that knowledge. So Mark, I was going to ask, am I right in thinking that right now you were talking about a huge prog pro project you've had with a lubricants company, yeah? Yes, yeah, yeah, indeed. Okay, yeah. and uh, so all in all, could you please tell me uh, the main result of this project which you're proud of? What is that? I think it was back in the in the, in the early days of uh, of rap really, and I think it, it actually did in, it encompass those those two elements that that, that I said the uh, the um, uh, application of the knowledge base and the the different languages. Um, we we took the the the, the system uh, across. I think it was twenty six locations across the world, twenty different languages. Um, and we developed the, the uh, knowledge base uh, at, at, the, at the, the, the headquarters. Pandemic uh, makes an influence on the companies. And how do you think uh, the segment of oil and gas, is there any changes in the business, in approach to business in general? A lot of uh, companies have, have um, internalized what they're, what they're doing, looking to see how they can do things better. Uh, and, and as a result, uh, I think we've probably had more, more inquiries during the, during the COVID period. And I probably met more people in that COVID period than I have in any other single uh, uh, period before. Obviously not, not in person, uh, but I probably have uh, seen, seen their faces uh, at least. So, so we've seen a, a real upturn in, in, uh, in, in interest and, and as a result have quite a, a pipeline of, uh, of, um, of potential sales. What are the most valuable insights you've made during this period for your job? There are expansive people and there are quiet people in this, in this world. Um, and when you have uh, an office, you are you going to get both types of, of people really. And it's, it, it's easy to keep in touch with the, uh, the, the quiet people. You can have a little quiet word with them. You can you know, bump into them, talk to them at their desk, etc., etc. Um, you have to actively uh, um, make sure that you do something now. Uh, in order to make sure that you, you know, these these quiet people, they, that their voice is is being uh, is, is being heard, and that they are, uh, you know, feeling that, that they are contributing. Mark, you is a top manager. How? What are your tips to keep uh, the remote staff efficient, still efficient? Well, before the the uh, pandemic, um, we were putting systems in place for people to be able to work from home. Uh, we were already uh, addressing uh, that that um, uh, balance, you know, that people require uh, for their working and, and for their home lives. Um, so we already had a lot of infrastructure uh, available. Um, in addition, I think that uh, because of the, the nature of the work that we do, uh, you need to make sure that uh, if, if portions of work are allocated to people, that that, that 
that needs to be recorded. Um, you need to understand how long the person is taking to do that, and of course, then you need to understand whether they've what they've done is right or or needs uh, needs correction. Uh, and, and all of that really is is bread and butter to uh, to most uh, software and development companies. So it was very easy for us to uh, to to make sure that people were behaving. Uh, efficiently. How did the COVID-19 pandemic affect your current and future projects? Okay, uh, as I said, when the um, the pandemic started, I mean, I mean, the world just just held its breath and everything stopped for uh, a month or so. Uh, some some major projects, uh, uh, and again, those projects that were still in the pipeline uh, would have stopped as well. Uh, we're beginning to see those uh, th those those happen now, uh, but I think the type projects that are coming through are the ones that are looking at uh, internal efficiencies, better ways of working, um, digitalization of course, um, and I think that those are things that you can do as, as an organization uh, much more easily uh, than you can obviously, uh, the big engineering changes uh, uh, that, uh, that you need to make. So that's one of the big differences I think that we've seen uh, coming, from, uh, uh, coming from the clients and again I would say that um, when we do talk to uh, to the clients, whereas once upon a time a system like like controller work, you, you're never really sure whether it's the IT person you need to talk to, whether it's the HSE person you need to talk to, maintenance guys, operations guys, planners, um, and I think very often uh, you you know when you tr first try to come into an organisation, you know you can be, uh, uh, you have to knock on several doors at several uh, occasions. Uh, I think the, the, the pandemic has actually made that, 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 that easier. You can get far more people together in more, more easily, I think, in, uh, uh, in one place in order to, to arrive at the right person. COVID-19 is a risk for the, safe, for the safety of the employees. That's why I decided that definitely your clients should go ahead with all of their projects and maybe ask for some more attention from your side in order to be able to continue their job and do their job in these conditions. Am I right? Indeed, yeah. I mean, as part of the uh, as part of the knowledge base, we we developed a a, a, a condition uh, icon for 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 COVID nineteen itself, um, uh, which, by the way, we 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 we, um, we gave to to free to uh, to to all of our clients. Uh, I think uh, if we if we tried to, to to sell it, then maybe it would have taken too long, and and it, you know <laughs> uh, it might not have been as effective. So. The knowledge base um, we, we derive from discussions with many, many, many of our clients, uh, and it concerned things like you know how do you get people to the to, to the work sites on large sites? You know they've got to be driven there, perhaps. Uh, you know how do you set, separate the driver from the, the the guys when they're actually working? Are they gonna are they gonna buddy up? Are they gonna keep that that that, that buddy system? Are they gonna they're going to work back to back, you know, all sorts of things that we could put into that knowledge base uh, that people could, um, could could use to develop their own their own ways of working uh, from that. So that was very useful, I think. I want to go to the next part with the questions about your career. And I know that you have a wide range of experience as a top manager in the company and managing of the team. And I'm interested to know, so what are the key characteristics of a high potential employee for you? A person's attitude is, is probably uh, one of the most important things they can have. And by attitude, I mean the, 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 
the willingness to 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 put those skills to to use uh, for good use for the use of the company uh, the attitude uh, to to be able to to work with others to be able to sometimes put themselves uh, in the background as well because you can't always be out front um, and I think uh, uh, and as, as I say uh, an attitude to to, to to, to, to make sure the the whole is is enabled but to play their part within that i think that's probably the, the biggest thing that 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 i would look, look for next to the skill set uh, uh, that people have of course and you know you as a top manager you prefer to grow your employee from the junior level or you like to work with the skilled professionals it's both really i see people that in, uh, when we employ them uh, i think that you know they have their ideas as to as to what they they uh, uh, want to do, but we must never lose focus on the fact that it's a product at the end of the day that's going to keep people safe. Uh, and I think that we're able to to uh, inculcate that um, into uh, uh, young graduates, for in, in particular, and uh, to get them performing really effectively for us. I mean, there are a couple of cases, a couple of cases in point. There, we have two. Two guys, um, uh, both fresh from university. Um, after six or seven years, one of those guys was able to stand in front of a uh, a hall full of um, uh, refinery maintenance uh, uh, guys and tell them how their new isolation system was, uh, their energy isolation system was going to work. Uh, I, I, I must admit, I was very proud uh, at, at, at that time. Uh, you know, it was. It, 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 it was a good system. That sounds very inspiring. And just finalizing this topic, uh, what are the three principles you're following as a top manager while working with your team? As I say, it, it, it changes along, you know, along the life of the, of, of the company. And I think the um, initially when you're when you're first starting out, uh, you want to, you know, to be able to inspire. Uh, you want to be able to take people with you. Uh, you want to be able to show them what the product is, what it can do, etc., etc. And, and over the years, then that's that 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 that's, um, uh, uh, translates really into uh, well, how now can can we make these people self-sufficient and be able to do that themselves uh, to have a firmer uh, idea and an identity of uh, what the product and the uh, and the company is. I think that um, when you when you're starting uh, a, a company, um, you really need to have a sort of keen uh, a keen sense of, of of awareness of the of the the, the, the theatre in which you are you are operating. Um, you you need to know every little nuance of, about what's going on because then you can identify. The gaps, the, the the ideas that you need to do to take things forward. Um, so I think that that, that um, gaining that appreciation of uh, of how things work and what the the working environment is like uh, is another thing I think that we we try to to imbue into into our people uh, as we go on to make them very savvy, very aware of uh, of the requirements of the industry. And, and, and I think we've been very successful. In, but what's uh, the hardest decision you made during your career? Uh, well, gosh, uh, yeah, I think um, 
having to let people go must must rank. Uh, uh, they really, um, it's a very difficult thing to do, and, and I guess it's a, it's an admission of of failure uh, on on both parts uh, as well. Um, so it's never it's never very very easy, but but I think that once you the, the decision is, is is made, it's it's best to do it as quickly as you can to avoid it uh, uh, disrupting everybody else. I think um, in terms of uh, well, gosh, you know, what about starting the the the, the company? Uh, it was a difficult decision. Well, although well, it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, I guess uh, you know, at the age of forty with 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 three young children, um, you know, embarking on 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 your own to 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 have an idea and, and have a, a will to to get that idea out there. I guess that was a difficult decision, probably more difficult for my wife to sell the company. Really, I guess that was a, a decision that took a, took a long time to to come to. Uh, but uh, I'm utterly utterly convinced that it was it was the the, the, the right decision in the end and a, a very good one to make. Well, now. Uh a huge experience you've had and you led your company to a success now you're part of a huge corporation like yokogawa what are the main skills that led you to this success again as i say i i think it's 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 that, uh, that knowledge of of the sphere in which you are operating i i, I think that's that, that's key i mean you often you know you often, often hear of uh, uh sports sports people when when they're talking you know when when you when, when you that you They've been asked, well, you know, why are they so good? And they say they have this, this mental model of what's going on around them. Uh, they know the position of all the other players. They, they, they know what they're going to do next, and they react accordingly. And I think that, uh, that, that to have a skill like that is, uh, you know, is, is a good thing, to, to, to be able to move forward uh, based on, um, on your surroundings. I think that, that's a good skill. And obviously, you have to have the confidence then really uh, to back yourself to, to to say well yes you know this is a good idea uh, so I, as I say that that, that awareness that, that that confidence I think um, the ability to uh, again as I said in the early stages to inspire other people uh, is a, is a key uh, is a key element uh, and I think uh, in the IT industry as well uh, especially in, in one like like ours where that knowledge the knowledge retained within the organization is very important uh, to be able to to keep people um, working with you I, I mean I mentioned those two two young graduates I mean 15 16 years they, they've been with us now you know which is quite unusual uh, in, in, uh, in the IT industry really uh, I think so so yeah the ability to to to, to create the company that you want is a, is, is, is a key skill too. You know, you said about the confidence, yeah, that it is one of the really important things. But at the very beginning, when you just start, can you say that you've had the, this confidence at that time or not? No, bl blind ignorance, I think, is what it was. Uh, <laughs> I think that, um, I, I think that uh, you know, we, we all look at risk in, in different ways, don't we? Uh, I think um, I mean, we can all do a risk assessment, but we can all come up with different <laughs> different answers unless you have a superb knowledge base behind it that will tell you what to do, really. Um, so, so I think that I, I had an idea, and I was convinced of this idea, but that idea was set within that, that sphere of, of operation, and I knew it would work. Um, uh, now, perhaps conviction is, is a better word than confidence, maybe. Uh, as I said, I was convinced that the idea would, 
EGS group job is event organization and we are working with different types of uh, industries and oil and gas industry is one of them. You are uh, the third, uh, you are the sponsor, the principal sponsor for the third time in PRC Europe event which is dedicated to Petrochemical and Refining Congress. And the first time you were offline in Budapest and the second time this year you were online, supposed to be in Austria, Vienna, but it was online. I, I wanted to ask you, do you think there is any difference uh, between on-site and online event? Oh yes, I mean you know there is a big uh, a big difference. Um, uh, I think that we had such a, a good event in in Budapest. Uh, I think uh, being able to uh, to open the conference, I think was was really great. Set the scene really really well. Uh, I think we we're able again. I've said the importance about about face to face to 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 meet people. Uh, and we we picked up very very many opportunities. Um, of course, when uh, when we go uh, online, um, the face to face bit disappears, and all all of the the uh, opportunities say to to do some network, not just networking, we're actually socialising with with people too, uh, are, are are lost a little bit. So the dinner and some of the the, the, the lunchtime events, which were very good too. Uh, at the Budapest conference, those those obviously disappear. But I think that um, the system that you put in place to uh, to make sure what we lost in spontaneity, we gained in organisation, uh, was was very good, uh, and we still were able to uh, to make um, make contact with people and, and gain some good uh, uh, some good leads too. Uh, well, speaking about the platform, you were using it yourself and it is interesting for me to know what are the key features you've liked regarding the platform we developed? I like the uh, the, the certainty of it all really. I, I don't know it sounds a, a little bit odd, but uh, the fact that um, you had meetings to definitely go to, people would definitely attend, uh, uh, they would be brief, they would respond to what it was you were going to say, they knew what you were going to talk about. And that, that, that sort of clears the ground a little bit. Uh, so it makes the conversations far more, far more fruitful, really. Uh, made it really very successful. Thank you very much. And anyway, these virtual type of negotiations, do you find these successful at the end? When you knock on doors, uh, you're not always um, uh, going to meet the right person that you uh, that you wanted to to meet so it was i think much easier to get in touch with the right person when we had those those specific negotiations to uh, to do and we were always referred very if they, if they weren't we were always referred very quickly to uh, uh, to the people that we did need to to speak to so yeah very successful have you been able to get some useful connections for further negotiations after the event oh absolutely uh, and i mean 100 percent um, I think you know because of the the online nature, we're probably able to get in front of more people really than uh, than um, just uh, the face-to-face -face, uh, meetings. Burgeoning pipeline of, uh, of 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 inquiries as a result of uh, of of the conference.
You know, I'm absolutely to hear, happy to hear that because it is the main goal we set in front of yours, ourselves before the event. Yeah. And um, if you, I guess you must probably know that next year, Pierce Europe 2021 edition is an anniversary one. It will be fifth Congress and we will have lots of activities like celebration, gala dinner, awards, giveaways and special events. And it will be really the third time you are taking place in our event as a main sponsor as a principal sponsor i was interested to know why did prc europe become the must attend event for you every company has to has to make decisions as to where they're going to put their their marketing money really um we have tried several uh events and types of uh, activities uh, uh to, to do this uh, we keep a keen um, uh, tally of of how uh, successful these events have been for us. Um, I think the Budapest event was by far the best event that we've been to in terms of uh, uh, potential. Um, so it was an easy decision for us really. Thank you so much for this great interview and this great talk. It was a pleasure for me. Uh, well, it, was, it was a pleasure for me as well.